0: Why have I quit my job? Why have I, you know, bought a van and and why am I going to drive around the country? Well, I'm passionate about the idea that you need to be hurt. And I want to stitch these stories together across the states. We're going to find the commonalities, and it's going to be really an amazing experience and I look forward to you joining me on the job. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Mental Health Today. Fun little intro. I was just kind of having a little uh, giggle moment myself, knowing that uh, our next guest, Melissa, had a chance to actually see the the van uh, in in real life. (laughs) So that's kind (laughs) of cool. Um, I was just just having to think as you saw it. You must have thought, oh, I I saw that van. I didn't know, you know, getting to see the stickers put on. It's kind of cool. It's uh, awesome. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and kind of, it's kind of cool. So, yeah. Melissa, welcome to, wel- welcome to Mental Health Today. Thanks for being a guest. I really appreciate your time. Yeah. Um, it's kind of interesting. You're one of the few kind of crossover guests that we've had where, <laughs> you know, you're on the, really, we did the JAR interview. And then, you know, it was so obvious based on your story and what you're doing now that you'd be a great guest for this as well. Uh, so I just I love the I love the crossover part and the
1: chance to get to see you again. Say hi. It's cool. Yeah. Well, it's an honor to be on both. I'm very, very excited. So thank you for having me on both. Yeah, it's cool. So
0: um, why don't we get let's get into it. Why don't you tell us tell the audience a little bit about, you know, how did you end up? You know, how do we end up talking about mental health and not just about, you know, your your personal story, but really about this this kind of journey you're on and, and the, that aha moment and what's got you fired up?
1: Yeah. So mental health really, really became huge into, in my life in 2020, um, kind of had a little bit of a mental breakdown, if you will. Um, I dealt with debilitating anxiety for about 10 years and that stuff can just ruin a whole lot of good moments. And that mm-hmm. is something that I now know that it's happening on the inside um, you know, having that flight, flight or freeze, whatever. And I needed to figure out what was going on. So whenever mm. um, in 2020, I started therapy and I was finally able to address that. And once I was able to address the anxiety and kind of get a hold of that, I really felt like I was able to, to go more down my healing journey, um, really start taking care of my mental health um, so much more than I was doing. I mean, so much. <laughs> more. I don't even think I was taking care of my mental health before that. So anxiety was really the, the root of why I decided yeah. to get professional help.
0: Interesting. Um, I, I'm not even sure, you know, the, like you said, the awareness level of my awareness, certainly my awareness level of mental health today versus three months ago versus Mm -hmm. a year ago, totally, Mm -hmm. totally different. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I don't even think I'd know if I had anxiety or depression five years ago.
1: That's what I'm saying. Exactly. I wouldn't know. Yeah. And like, I knew it, I knew it for 10 years that I had anxiety, but I guess, is it like, you know, that defining moment, like we say, you know, that aha moment that I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't mm-hmm. live this way anymore. I can't feel this way anymore. Whatever it is that I guess it's like, that was my awareness. You know, I was aware I had it. I tried to fix it, but then it kind of took a breakdown for me to really be like, <laughs> okay, it, it had other plans. Yes, exactly. Exactly. What, um,
0: what was it like navigating? I mean, this is interesting, right? So the, even the awareness—you're an educated person, you know—you're mm-hmm. not aware of what you're even. You're not aware, in and, and a lot of ways, what's happening. What was a, what was that like reaching out, going through the system, the machinery?
1: Oh. I I will. I mean, at that point, I was like desperate, you know. And I'm going to be honest. I didn't. I looked on you know, online, like what anxiety was, but I still was missing something. And I guess, you know, for everybody, when it's their time to finally hear and understand it's their time. And my time was in therapy online with somebody saying, this is what anxiety is. This is what it's happening. This is what's happening in your body. This is how you can get a hold of it, get a grasp of it. And I needed to hear those. I needed wow. to be educated on what is actually happening physically yes. in my body besides me just feeling scared to death all the time to know, you know, that's my nervous system not regulated. It is literally in survival mode 24-7 and we need to figure out how to regulate your nervous Gosh. system. <laughs> and that's what I did.
0: That had to be like a moment of, of what's happening to me that, oh, that explains a lot.
1: It explains so much because then the step after that, it's like, okay, so when anxiety arises again, I can say, Melissa, there is no perceived threat. Your body thinks there's a threat. Your body thinks there's a dog chasing you or you're burning out of a fire or burning, running out of a, a building that's on fire None of those things are happening. So if you can tell yourself and do other tools that I can talk about, you're safe, Melissa. You're you're not mm. you're not under threat. It was much better to like go at it that angle instead of just not addressing it at all.
0: Yeah. Well, and let and let and let your mind create the
1: narrative. Oh my gosh. The mind is so good. And that's another it's thing. It's really
0: good. The mind is really pretty good,
1: actually. Oh, it's great. It's, <laughs> I gotta say it's it's great. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's pretty. So what did that, so you sought help, you got help. And then mm-hmm. where did that kind of, where did that road lead you to next?
1: Oh, that, that road led me to speaking out very publicly about my mental health, about mm-hmm. me struggling about, um, you know, many things I was struggling with, but it was really the anxiety and trying to help tell people that they weren't alone in their own struggles, which really, really helped a lot of people, um, especially in 2020. I mean, we mm. were all, so many of us, everyone was isolated. And that is like one of the most detrimental things to be done to humans that are naturally supposed to connect with people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's hard to imagine that we swallowed that that, I- that prescription.
1: Yeah. And we're still doing it. I mean, people are, have been seriously affected since then, you know? Um, so I kept going on my healing journey, kept speaking out about mental health so much so that in 2021, I was on a local news station here in St. Louis speaking out about, um, my campaign to dig this, dim the stigma against mental health. Cause my podcast is called the bright side of life. And I wanted people to, to, you know, let's have a conversation and let's dim Mm -hmm. the stigma. If not completely just get rid of the stigma of mental health. Um, and I just won't ever stop talking about, you know, ways that we can help our anxiety, ways we can take care of our bodies, ways that we can, um, love ourselves more self-care. I mean, I am all things mental health. I'm, I'm trying to help people with.
0: Especially on that journey. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that you did people when you kind of came out of the uh-huh. closet when you kind of uh-huh. came out of the, the closet, anxiety
1: closet yeah, you came mental out of the, health
0: <laughs> closet you came out of the <laughs> mental health closet and and you showed you know you showed your badge um, were people surprised did did they did people know something was going off with you or um was I the mean, the kind of the reaction?
1: Oh, the reaction was I've had, I had people reaching out to me. I had people telling me, thank you for speaking out. Thank you for sharing your story because it wasn't just about anxiety. It was also about shame because most people aren't speaking out because they're, they're just riddled with shame, feeling yes, like I've yeah. got to be the only one going through this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I told myself when I started my therapy and my podcast literally in the same week um, that I was going to be as authentic and real as possible because people don't need more fake stuff. They need to know real stories that people Mm. are freaking struggling and that they're not by themselves because sometimes just knowing, hey, I've bawled my eyes out ten times today, and that person is like, "Thank you. I'm not the only one, because everybody else's life looks like it's perfect and it's just going great." So true. I'm not. Yeah, I'm. Ca- I'm saying everything that's going wrong in my life, not in a <laughs> negative way, but to know right. so people aren't aren't alone. You know, and you're
0: still coping, right? You know, life sometimes life is throwing some curveballs, and and I'm always you
1: know,
0: I'm still coping. Yeah, always. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still and I'm still here. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, especially when you go through the story. I love, I love how, you know, when you come clean and it's like, yeah, this is real life. And then you have those great days, right? Great weeks, great months. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you really do. So tell us, um, I've got this, I've got your bright side, you got the bright side of life podcast. I do. Um, what's going on there? Talk about
1: that a little bit. So much stuff is going on there. So, as I said, I started my Bright Side of Life podcast simultaneously while starting therapy. Mm-hmm. So, everything that has happened in <laughs> 2020 my therapy, my healing, my podcast, Whoa. all the same time. And I have evolved. My podcast has evolved. So, I started that podcast because I felt like I was not on the bright side of life. I mm-hmm. felt that I was on the dark side of life i felt like i was not shining i felt like i wasn't living out my purpose i was doing all the things not on the bright side of life right so i wanted to bring on much like you people and have conversations of struggles pain grief whatever Hmm. they have went through and how they were able to work their way to get to the bright side of life Yeah. spoiler alert it's not a destination it's a journey we're all making this journey to the bright side of life, um, and that can be whatever whatever that looks like for whoever and on their healing journey. Some people, it's you know, being a cancer survivor. Some, it's getting mm. clean and sober. Some, it's you know, just healing from trauma. Well, that's mm. kind of what we're all doing. Um, so I have conversations with people. I also bring on mental health experts. I we have talked from everything, um, from you know how to self regulate, how to help with managing with stress. Um, so many different things, just with the goal to hear that you can make it through this hard time in your life. You absolutely can. There have been people that have done it um, and to make you not feel so mm. alone. If you resonate with that story, oh my gosh, Ken, I? I have went through similar things and I see you are thriving. Thank you for that. So that's the bright side of life podcast in a nutshell.
0: I, I I love that. That's it's actually I from this from this podcast, kind of this blending of the jar and this one. I feel like this one, like there's such an audience for people sharing their stories, mm. um, like you just described. You know, and I was yeah. thinking, kind of, I call it almost a retail, You know, this is my wholesale, uh, <laughs> and, and I have and and I should have a retail version. Yeah.
1: Right? I love that. that I right? love that. I feel
0: like, and we were talking about it and somebody was suggesting like, you know, the, the name, like yours is the perfect name. It's the bright, you know, it's not mental health. You're not talking, it's not in the name, right? You know, we're going to go on a journey to find the brighter side of mm-hmm. life or the brighter side moments, yeah. um, you know, and enjoy them and find out how to, and how to get there and know you're not alone. So cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, as you're describing that, I'm like, that's, that's the retail version. <laughs> you know where, where people can tell their story. And I like the fact you've got, so you, the, 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 mental health professionals you get on, mm-hmm. their idea is not to, is, is to more share tips and ideas for the, for the listeners.
1: It's that it's exactly That's that. So cool. And so many of them, so many of them have their own stories of like, oh, I got yeah. into this profession because I struggled with this that or the other you know and so it's twofold it's them sharing their story and then saying so the listener can see of like wow she really has transformed her life or he has transformed his life Mm -hmm. um because i want to be able to give listeners that too real tools tips exercises what have you um for whatever they're struggling with so the topics run the gamut on on the the podcast
0: yeah my guest um Daniel Amon, my my guest this morning.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I was telling you he we we talked offline, and he's got uh, an app that's that's used in um, in um, German speaking a lot of German speaking countries. But Daniel was sharing the reason he got into it. He was a lawyer, and he got into it because his friend, his very very good friend, took his own life. Mm. And he just said, you know, so out of the blue, like no idea. And right. it just shook, his, shook him to his core. Yep. And he got together with uh, another friend uh, who's a psychologist at a local university. And they worked. And this guy took five years. So it's taken him five years from, from the, the moment that he found out his friend killed himself right? to, to today. Uh, it's been five years. And he's able to build the app, launch the app. Um, and see actually it's working. So they have clinical studies and stuff now already mm-hmm. on it. It right. uh, shows it's working. So, I mean, man, that's the second founder I met who lost somebody close to them. And that was the motivation to get into this. And it's just like, that's so powerful. Why yeah. did you start your business? Because my best friend killed himself. Jesus. Yeah. You and are all in.
1: I know. And so, so many people unfortunately have that story you know i have somebody dear close to me my my brother lost his father-in-law to suicide two years ago Mm. i mean a month a month after i just spent a week with him in montana and him showing us all over montana and i mean that is the last thing i thought my brother was calling to tell me the last thing and it's just like it is yeah
0: it's shaking it
1: Yeah, yeah it is and it's I don't want to go down this road, but it's these it's it's these men that just don't feel like they have anybody to talk to or this is a weak topic or they can't show pain or something. It's we have got to stop. We've got to stop no. this to 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 give men a, a safe place to be able to struggle, you know, yeah, openly
0: in openly. <clears throat> yeah,
1: we, we lost a guest, one of our first guests. Are you serious? Uh, we lost
0: him to it. Yeah. So it's a rough that's a rough one. Oh. Um, somebody i sat with right sat with the jar and to think that you know he got to a place that dark mm. um yeah. i mean he had his demons though right he had his demon. obviously he had his demons yeah <clears throat> and you know he got he was in a place where he had you know he'd he been down the road um back and forth and mm. uh, to think that that was his only way out and he was right at that age you know late 50s yeah. yep it's yep. really a lot of trauma he's carrying, and really no nowhere to feel comfortable to get it out.
1: Yeah, and that's scary. It's, it's scary. Really scary, right? How yep. many people are like that? Yep.
0: And that's why I think what you're, I think what you're doing with this with the podcast and the inspiration you've got is the right thing to do. You know, it's more and getting more ears on these on the shows. Yeah, I think is what's is so important.
1: Yeah, and really quickly I want to add that so many of my people when I speak out, the people that have surprised me the most that are reaching out to me and telling me that my message has helped them are men of older age. Really. And I that makes me so happy to hear. I can literally tell you of four people. Well, I'm not going to say their names, yeah, yeah. but I just had an older gentleman message me yesterday um, telling me how much I inspired him because I went after my dreams and now he's starting to do the same. And so it, it might not be that like that dark, but it's like these men like have these things that are going on that they need to feel safe to talk to somebody. So I'll keep sharing, I'll keep sharing my struggles. (laughs) (laughs) So people have a safe space.
0: I think the more genuine you are, um, Especially your story. You've got a real, I mean, you're a single mom. You've got the trot. you've got a really good backstory. Uh, <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, you go good. Oh, good. <laughs> um credible. Yeah. Let's say it's credible. Yeah. It's credible have, for sure. You have an extremely credible backstory. <laughs> yeah. Um and you know, and the fact that you you took action. I think like that, like that gentleman took inspiration from you, right? It's You turn, you know, you turn lemonade into uh, a lemonade. You took lemons into a lemonade business.
1: Yeah. And,
0: you know, you're making sunshine, you know, making sunshine for some people.
1: I love that. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing is like you inspire by being that person. Like Mm -hmm. if you hear me, you can tell that I'm like completely genuine, genuine, goofy. I, I, I just want to help people and know that they can do whatever they want to do and they don't have to do it alone. And mm. it's taken me and you and all of these people that are doing this work to let them know that they don't have to do this alone.
0: What's what are you thinking about? Because you're in a different, um, you're in a way different headspace now mm. than you were, mm-hmm. you know, when you started the journey, right? Yep. Um, what's next? What are you, what are you kind of thinking about? What's in your, what's, what are you noodling right now? Is, is,
1: Limiting beliefs are like something I'm tackling right now, really understanding how much Mm. that they hold us back and limiting beliefs. I mean, let's just start one, you know, trauma. (laughs) If we we have trauma, we start forming beliefs, so many different things. I'll always be abandoned. I'm not going to be worthy. I'm not deserving, depending on what type of trauma that you have, Um, you start developing all these limiting beliefs that are holding you back and keeping Mm -hmm. you stuck, um, potentially like harming you because you still are living in your past and we can't do that. It's and trust me this, I've been doing that for a very long time being so sad that my parents are no longer alive and I'm here by myself on this earth and I don't have that kind of support, you know Um, but I, at the end of the day I am still here living and I have to, pick yeah. myself up. And so working through these limiting beliefs and checking them out the door and saying, that's just a limiting mm-hmm. belief. That's, that's not really true. Um, and I think that's what's holding a lot of people back is these, these opinions. And I mean, there's, everything's a limiting belief, everything, or I'm sorry, everything is a belief, everything that you think it's sunny outside. I'm going to have a good day. Um, Ken has the best podcast in the world. Like everything is a be- well, everything is an opinion, but then the, if you keep having the reoccurring thoughts, that is now a belief. Yes. And it can go good or bad, right? Yes.
0: Yeah, so you have a belief, might as well make it a positive one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you got to like check them all the time because if something, if you say, I want to try to go and do this, you know, I'm going to. I struggled a lot with self-worth issues. I've seen my mom struggle. Mm. She was a single mom. I told you that. Yeah. My limiting belief was I'm going to always struggle. And so that's not true. That's not, that's not true. It's just like my trauma holding on to me. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm cutting through the limiting beliefs. That's what I'm doing these is days, it, man. Is that,
0: that's the, that's the focus. I mean, it is, it is kind of, and I think people sabotage themselves. I, I think even <laughs> if you get past the, you know, if some, if something happens and you actually win the lottery, um, and all of a sudden, you find yourself on the other side of your—you know—you're looking back, and all you can see is your limiting belief fence. Uh-huh. And you're somehow you're on the other side of the fence. Yep. Imagine how that happens to so many people, right? Where it's all of a sudden, I'm over here in the success part, and meanwhile, my self identity is back here.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I, you know, you're gonna you're gonna need some help very quickly to figure out that you are some, you know, you are more than what you think you are Yeah, and you got to start thinking about what's next and who you can become, even from where, even if you're not comfortable where you're at, don't look back.
1: I know. And even I told you, I told you the other day, I said, you, can you inspired me? I have limiting beliefs of like, why? Like I can't take my podcasts on the road. Like I'll never be able to do that. And like, you're doing that. And I'm like, You you are just so inspiring Mm -hmm. and like don't really. I mean, you might have your own doubts, but just know you've inspired this girl to be like. I love it. I can do what he's doing. You know. Yeah.
0: You you know all he needs an iPhone (laughs) and and a bicycle and you can be me.
1: Yeah. See there you go. But we put these things and I'm like, no offense, Ken, but what does he have that's so special that I don't have that I can't do that? And that's what we think is you have some special thing. No offense, but we can all do it. We are all I have capable. Complete
0: ignorance of <laughs> of of everything. And I just move ahead with with knowing that it's gonna it's be slightly ugly before it gets less ugly. I love and, it. You know, and this is it was funny when I was doing the podcast research for the the jar, part of the part of that equation was a lot of questions people had were who you're modeling? Um, what are you studying? What podcast are you listening to? Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't want to know. Cause I, I was afraid I might decide, oh. you know, like this is a stupid idea. If I ever looked at how people make money and what the, the chances are of surviving, I never would have started the podcast. I would have, I would have looked at yep. the idea. I would have had total doubts, limiting beliefs. Everything would have come in and I wouldn't have started probably. Or Spot I would have done on. it very differently. Yep. And and I think part of it too is is the same thing. willful ignorance in in a way, you know. And just saying that part, whatever that ugly part is, I'm going to get past that because I'm just I'm focused on the the two years away. Yep. I don't, how ugly it is between here and there. I don't really. And if I if I know, why would I be stupid enough to do that? Because you know, the outcome is not certain. Yeah. But if I know the crappy part is certain, I'm, I, I got to have a lot of hope for that dream to happen. And I think for people, you know, that's a, a limiting, really a limiting thing is knowing and researching a little bit too much in a way where you can allow all the reasons not to do something over, totally overwhelm because there's nothing certain on the other side.
1: No. And and you also have to take an accountability that there might be people that it didn't work out for them. And then they're going to speak fear into your dreams <laughs> oh, and yeah, your limiting sure. beliefs. And it's like, you might believe them. And you're like, oh, now oh, yeah. you think starting a podcast is hard. And I'm like, no, it's not. I started mine within two weeks of me deciding I was going to have a podcast. It yes. doesn't have to be hard. That's, have- that's your belief about it. So yes. I t- spot on, like just do it ugly, get started,
0: get ugly. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, a little known fact, Joe Rogan's first podcast, the, the microphones didn't work. There had you au- go. He, he had audio problems. First I show. love Joe Rogan.
1: <laughs> I love Joe Rogan.
0: I mean, there's, and there's a guy who's, you for sure had about as much thought into his doing a podcast, zero. Yeah. Zero thought about it. Just, you know, he just threw it together and just started talking on the microphone.
1: Exactly. It's beautiful. Um, That's what you got to do. Start messy. Start now. Start
0: now. Yep. I, I call it, you know, you start getting going and get momentum going. And the rest of it really is, is just uh, course correction.
1: Yep. You're so right. You just learn. You just keep learning. Oh, that didn't work out that way. Well, let's try something new.
0: Course correction. Yep. You know, you can, you could take a, an F-150 pickup truck. You get I'll a, ni- one. you get a 1968 one even, and you could pull a train, a dead, A 100 car freight train and you could start that thing (laughs) put a tow rope on it and you could start that thing moving with it with the truck (laughs) try to stop it with an f if you got it once you get it moving Mm. you can't stop it with that truck you're so right in hell
1: that's why you're talking about the momentum man
0: so get moving people
1: yes when get moving yeah. When you start realizing you're unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. You don't stop.
0: Yeah. And that's really what it is. Like it takes, you think about what it takes. The, th- the thing that starts something can't stop it once mm. it's moving. Mm-mm. And mm. I mean, this is just such a powerful, for me, a lovely, a fun topic. Um, I'm yeah. not sure how it relates to mental health um, other than just <laughs> to get out there. And, I mean, first, the first thing is just is start. I think, you know, make the phone call if you are, you know, like your situation where it came down to, I can't do, I can't keep doing this forever.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it relates to mental health is because so much of it's in our, in our mind. It's all meant like so much is mental, it is happening in our body too. But like we, we, the limiting beliefs, like even I'm not worthy, like that can ruin your mental health. And so we got to, there's so many different aspects that to take care of ourselves. So I definitely think it ties into mental health to, Cause we, we got to take care of those, those beliefs or we're just going to stay stuck and.
0: Uh. Yeah. And, and just momentum of, of getting started. If you are having issues, you know, with mm-hmm. your self-talk is yep. to get, you know, to, to start down that road, pick up the phone, yep. call somebody, find somebody, reach out to somebody to get started, to find someone professional to talk to. If not a close friend, Yeah. you know, confide in somebody. That that person's probably having the same, the same monkey, you know, busy monkey thoughts in the brain Mm -hmm. as you are.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I always tell people, I, I'm, I'm not a professional, but if you want to talk and if you want to get something off your chest, hell, I told people on TikTok the other day, I'm like, there is something, if you're sitting in some shame and you don't feel like telling your mom or your boyfriend or somebody, and you just need to get it off your chest to make you feel better, message me. I'll listen to you. DM your shame. Yeah. (sighs) <sighs> or whatever like if you're uh, struggling I- i'll listen if you if you don't yeah. want a close person to judge you yes, yes i'm all yours i'm all yours and i I'm won't just... judge you i promise
0: yeah no i i think my judgment uh i i don't know is that a gene or a a quotient i don't what is that in the body of judgment i but mine has i've got the vaccine now <laughs> i i don't <laughs> I don't know what it is you get. I don't know how that works, but I've been vaccinated and it took took whatever number of interviews with the jar and I have learned, you know, I got, there's no judgment left for Mm me. It's just, man, life comes at people and God bless the humans because everybody's out there trying their best.
1: Exactly. Uh, It's
0: a beautiful thing. Maverick. (laughs) I can even, I can even shout at Melissa's dog. I even know his name. He was my buddy.
1: He was, I'm trying to mute it when he is, when he is.
0: I kind of heard some of that, some of that attempt. Um, well, Melissa, any, how about some closing
1: thoughts? Any, anything you want to kind of say to wrap it up? Well, we're going to make sure that my dog isn't barking, but, um, to go off what I was saying, you know, if, if you are struggling with your mental health, um, you know, if, if you can find a professional, um, I highly encourage you to do so. So much of what is going on with, you know, our mental health is also happening in our body. So if we can find a way to self-regulate, regulate regulate these emotions to take care of ourselves, Mm. we got to take care of our, um, we got to take care of our body. So Mm. then that can take care of our mind. And, you know, you are worthy. You're worthy to, to living a whole abundant, happy, joy filled life. Mm. Um, we just got to take care of our mental health and and you're worthy of, of doing that. You're deserving of, of doing that. So those are my final thoughts.
0: Yeah. I love it. I think it's such a good, um, such a good reminder, right? We're you're good. you know, right now. We're good enough. I, we can always get better tomorrow. Uh, this is, it does remind me that that was part of my conclusion in the, in the book that I was writing that I wrote, you know, which is, yeah, you know, we all want to be great and we all want to be something different. We could imagine all that stuff, but right now you're pretty good. And, We're great. Uh, you know, you're pretty yeah, you're great. And you can get a little bit better tomorrow. Exactly. Add a little skill, add a little knowledge, step by step. It's not, like, you know, we got a long I saw that Jordan Peterson was—he was—he's just such a rantor and raver. I just love when he just goes <laughs> off on stuff because <laughs> he's got—he's—he doesn't really care what people think, and he just says what he thinks.
1: Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um,
0: and you know, I would like agree with him or not agree with him. I, I love the passion. Yeah. Um, but he was going off on twenty-year-olds supposed to being you know chasing happiness and being happy, mm. and he's you know being satisfied. And he was just, you know, doing his usual rant and raving going, you know, no, there's no, no, you're not happy at 20. You're not supposed to be happy at 20. You're supposed to be, you know, joyful at what you may become, but you should be miserably pissed (laughs) off at where you're at at 20 and you should be chasing stuff and fighting to get better and become, you know, it was anyway, just you are great today, but man, you know, yep. Don't be satisfied. Yeah, no, we are striving. We are limitless in what we can do. We really are. I think that's part of the pressure sometimes for all of us. Yeah.
1: I think we try to do, we try to do like the hundred percent like today, like we want all the results and everything done today. Yeah. And it just 1% every single day, every single day.
0: Oh, I like that. Or even 1% a year. And by the time you're a hundred, you'll be perfect.
1: Dude. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Melissa, thanks so much for being a guest.
1: Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, a lot of fun. Um, let's uh, I got a little commercial to run and then okay. I'll see you on the other side. Thanks, everybody, for supporting mental health today. Uh, lots of guests like Melissa, other guests, all kinds of, you know, interesting walks in life in the corners from the mental health space. And I think, um, you know, Melissa's podcast this kind of retail version is a great, a great way to normalize the chat and a good place for people to just kind of. Sit in the shadows and listen mm-hmm. and identify with people that are upfront, kind of sharing. Yes. Um, thanks, everybody. I'll see you on the other side.
1: Yeah, loose, baby. But we're about to go and make this vessel with these great professionals yeah. in public glass. We're not part of the community, but we're from Ooh. the outer family of glass blowing. Yeah, we're going to go make a magical giant jar with optic lenses, so that if you turn it, it changes all the time. So if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. the mirror, to man.